0: Namaste everyone and welcome to the Jai Bhakti Yoga podcast where we share information on all things yoga, Ayurveda, and well-being lifestyle. I am excited to share these resources, insights, interviews, and so much more as we grow together on this wonderful journey of well-being. I am your host Christina Andrini founder of Jai Bhakti Yoga Foundation and JBYU School of Yoga and Ayurveda. I'd like to invite you to subscribe to our blog on Tumblr as well as to follow us on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and all the fun social media channels where we share some of the tips and insights and resources from our podcast and vice versa on here. Now let's go ahead and begin with today's episode. The alchemy of healing your heart. One moment of patience may ward off great disaster. One moment of impatience may ruin a whole life. I got that from an old Chinese proverb. The art of healing your heart is based on overcoming the following. Attachments, grief, loss, depression, heartbreak, loneliness, and to discover what it means to understand the true nature of self-love. There are times when one may get caught up in the mirage of our thoughts, the elusive mystery of how to maintain a relationship with another knowing that what is shared is not good for our well-being, only adding to the hollowed space in the mind and spirit that can at times be indescribable. As Vedya Manahar, a professor of Ayurveda at MIU Maharishi International University describes it, it is the individual stating, I know what is right and I know what is wrong. Many know they are choosing mistakes and say, it's my inability to refrain from the wrongdoings. You know you are doing wrong, yet you continue. Keep continuing indulging in wrongdoing things is the collective consciousness of the individual and his own awareness. Attachments, grief, loss, depression, heartbreak, loneliness are how the human beings get caught up in the emotional constructs. It is an addiction to a vicious cycle, it seems, as though one is playing out all these different scenarios after the relationship has ended to keep that connection open, possibly because one feels closer to them within that space Letting go of the relationship is like getting attached to that pain. How does this translate for you? Blame is hollow and pointless. Grudges are bitterness and pointless, said my friend Drew. If you get caught up in the wrongdoings, then you are losing yourself to the ego. It is time to start planting the seeds of eternal growth. It will be the first step in the art of healing your heart. Blaming consciously is the key to awakening, blaming the wrongdoer for the good as much as the bad. What happens when you get more of what you want? You are never satisfied. You can have a hundred cars, but you still may want that 101. You may have the perfect relationship and still consider what would it be like with someone else? At times it seems one is struggling to find something, not even knowing what you are looking for, or better yet, It may not be what you're seeking, but what you seek is seeking you. I'd like to begin with never underestimating the power of mindset. We have all been going through a very challenging time over the last few years and even months or days. Remember that you are not alone on this journey and we are a collective that seems to be joined as when one hurts, we all hurt. There are moments of self-doubt, depression, stagnation and the like. One should never suffer in silence and yet we do. This mindset in Ayurveda is known as Pragya Aparad, the mistake of the intellect. I remember getting to a breaking point, and instead of being heard and understood, I was called a mental case, that I am psycho cold and sensitive, and the icing on the cake, the abused became the abuser. It took me a long time to realize that these were projections of a hurt individual that refused to see their own way of being. Many times I stayed in relationships because my empathy of not wanting to hurt another individual and in turn was only hurting myself. It's the merry-go-round of toxic relationships. Most of the time, forgiveness gets misunderstood as weakness and the cycle begins again and gets worse. Some might say, for the life of me, I can't understand why you are breaking down. And it's because only one can take so much torment. Yet we remain in these cycles based on a few reasons. And from my own experience and upbringing, we say in them, we stay in them because we hope for improvement or change in the other person that we love. Taking advantage of our empathy and kindness sacrificing our joy for someone else's out of your unconditional love for them, paradigm blindness, the way your parents or church taught you to be, aka not believing in divorce, working through the problem, counseling, attached to the individual, afraid to see life without the other, they make you happy, they become your addiction, you can't afford to leave, and the list goes on. I remember asking a friend one day, why do you say such mean things to me? Why do you enjoy poking at me and seeing me upset? In his response? Because it's easy. Because it's easy. At that moment, I never felt so disrespected and belittled than that stab to my heart with those words. Not even when my husband of 10 years who left me hurt as much as those words did. It was the light to my it was the light to the path of my awakening. Those, those words. And they ignited a quantum shift where I started to value myself worth I lost the care of wanting anything more with that person in that instant and retreated into myself to find solace and comfort. I counted the days when the trip would be over to go home to restart the healing process of another broken heart again. And as Ram Dass said, when you get back from that trip, I'll still be here. Spirit moves at its own pace, not yours. It is a blessing to enter into this when we discover our wholeness. This is the story of my rebuilding process. It's a humbling journey, but one we share as a whole. Three years ago-ish, who I thought was the love of my life, left me because he knew something that I didn't. We were outgrowing each other. I was evolving on a highly rapid spiritual path, and he was on a different one. Ram Das always said, the more conscious person will give the other room to grow. I wanted to believe these words, but instead I kept saying, I don't want to hurt him. I don't want to hurt him. Because I too started to feel the disconnect. One afternoon after a perfectly wonderful yoga class, a week before we had to move into our new home, he sat me at the table and said, I'm no longer in love with you. And you're not coming to the new house. I was overwhelmed with emotion that one is unable to conceptualize. At that moment, my entire world was ripped out from underneath me. I hate to admit it, but I lost my family, my home, everything I thought was my future, my car, my smile, my heart, my light, and myself. As my best friend Illy said, we use external values to qualify, and that's exactly what I had done. I poured myself into everything and everyone else and lost myself along the way. I had no reverence for myself, but instead, all, but instead, as Illy had said to me, I was taking control of my small self and holding my big self back from my fullest potential. You never truly know what lies behind the mask we wear out in the world, to love unconditionally means that alone. Yet, there is so much more beneath the surface. The ego, as Dr. Dyer says, is edging got out. And that got in the way because I got so caught up in the hurt of the loss of everything I put my, all my value in. But I didn't value myself. I let grief take over and shortly after depression. I struggled with insecurities, anxiety, and making decisions that I know are wrong for me. I lost my smile that day, the light within. I faked a smile for the world to see, but instead, inside, I was dying. I kept teaching yoga and put myself on autopilot. I struggled with what it meant to be alone. At one point, lost with no home but just a car and a room at a friend's place for a short time. I fell for the trap of kind words from another man and even moved to Georgia thinking That it was real love, but it was a real huge mistake. Being there for two weeks, I nearly lost my entire business and financially a huge decline. Only to recognize that he was merely playing a role of a representative and took advantage of my hurt. With the help of a true dear friend, sent me some money just so that I had enough to get back to New Orleans. My best friend Illy said, Reevaluate your values. How rooted are you in the depth of your values? Ignorance is bliss to the ego. As many of you have probably done similar things, seeking outside yourself for validation, love, acceptance. Probably made some dumb choices like I did just to remain stuck in a cycle of hurt while presenting to the world a different face. Smile, stage, and photographs as Claudio Sanchez from Coheed and Cambria sings. The beauty of social media is the veil we are able to hide behind reverence is having respect for yourself and everything around you as we learned in a podcast before and one of the four pillars of my new awakening reverence which is respect and as sam says respect is the ultimate form of love it took me a long time to accept that to not work so hard at finding anything to sit and be still and let the answers find you when you stop trying is when you start arriving. What I have come to learn is that being alone is a fear of coming face to face with your true self. Maybe you are addicted to self-sabotage and manipulation because it's what you do to yourself the best. We make decisions based on loneliness instead of wholeness. Like Vaidya said in the beginning, one cannot veil insecurities when self-aware. You either know the veil and choose to cover it with the ego or in turn manipulating yourself into thinking it is self-awareness self-awareness is consciousness that gives you the freedom to make a choice to give yourself the room to grow i ask myself a few questions and i'll ask these to you where do you put your happiness what patterns will you continue in hopes of a different outcome are you addicted to filling a void you know you need to free yourself from or continue ending up in the same place What difference is a man from a child if the child is in the body of a man? COVID came shortly after and nearly took the only thing I had left, my business. It basically tanked and the only reason it stayed afloat was because I was keeping it alive through the unemployment I was receiving, pouring every dollar into it and my entire soul, as I didn't want that to leave me too. Jai Bhakti Yoga Foundation is my passion to share this story and others for a community that feels they have no voice and needed the same support that I was seeking. Depression is an understatement for what I have been through, and I am certain many of you have felt or feel the same way. Many times I found the burden too heavy to bear that the company I kept around me was not ready for this energy, and some were and still are not. There are also those that are much stronger on their spiritual path than I, of whom I didn't want to burden them with my problems, so I remained silent. Illy, Lanelle, and Maria Colleen are the only ones I could open up to and have their genuine and conditional loving support. Support is one of the four pillars to invite into your life, so you are able to surrender to the present and be held in the space of love without judgment. It wasn't therapy that I needed, I just needed a space to be heard, to release, and to surrender my pains. To cry it out, and have the embrace of genuine loving beings that didn't call me psycho, miserable, crazy, and the like. They saw the brokenness inside, accepted me for who I was, and saw that I was becoming. I was leveling up in a way I didn't know I had to, allowing God to use me and remove everything and everyone that no longer served my highest good. Although I silently suffered... And during the merry-go-round of hurt, attracting hurt people only to hurt me more because it's easy, I began to understand what yoga really meant. Yoga assesses the internal value so that we can enliven the inner intelligence and illuminate the external values as we evolve into the eternal value. This is the reason I teach the yoga I teach, so I may be there to align with those that have gone through and are still going through the rebuilding process. If you are still listening to this, then you are more powerful than you realize and more str- and stronger than you think. You are the only one that is capable of ruining your life. You are the only one able to make the changes to evolve. And you are the only one to make excuses to not awaken into your wholeness. How many of you continue to live through your hurts? To be told that you are miserable when you are doing the very best that you can to break the cycle and enter into your wholeness. A proverb I heard says, a wise person changes his mind, a fool never will. This is the reason I wanted to share my story with you all because the key to overcoming heartbreak, grief, depression, and the like is to begin to slowly make conscious changes to our mindset I know that we are all going through a very difficult time. I haven't even mentioned the calamity of the loss of my mom just 11 months ago. However, amidst all the turmoil, I want you to know that I am with you. That your peace is priceless. Sean Johnson of the Wild Lotus Band wrote a song called I Will Rise Again to honor New Orleans after Katrina. And there was a part he sings. Life's too short to close my heart. Oh, I will love again. It was painful to listen to this song as tears flowed through my eyes because of how much truth was in it. During a time of great turmoil, loss and grief, I'm slowly now realizing that I will rise again and will love again. And I am slowly finding my smile again. I wish to share with you a poem. Many of you are very familiar with it and it's by Rumi, and it's called The Guest House. This, being human, is a guest house. Every morning, a new arrival. A joy, a depression, a meanness. Some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all, even if they're a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house, empty of its furniture, still Treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice. Meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whoever comes because each has been sent as a guide from above. I will leave you with these words so you can meditate on your growth and know that no matter what you are growing through, It is a process of healing. You are creating and co-creating your life. The most important relationship you need to have is a relationship with yourself. And by having a relationship with yourself, you enter into the Atman, your relationship with God. I want to thank you for listening. And I'm looking forward to connecting with you soon. If there's anything you wanna say, or you wish to reach out, feel free to send me a message. You can connect with me on all the social media channels. And after you listen to this, be sure to go over to my website and download quite a bit of free resources to help you along your healing journey. If you're so inclined, please support my darling, small Jai Bhakti Yoga Foundation by giving us a follow on Instagram at Jai Bhakti Yoga. You might even consider joining our membership subscription. It's only $39 a month, and we're seeking to be 200 members strong to keep our organization alive by the end of 2022. Included in the membership, you'll get information on Ayurveda, Antaman classes, from chair yoga, gentle yoga, chakra balancing, meditations, even bilingual classes in Spanish to access our monthly live Zoom class and uh, a library of freebies for you to download and share with your friends and family. And lastly, if you want to subscribe to our free YouTube channel, I post classes every day at 8 a.m. And most importantly, to download this podcast and share it with somebody that you know needs it. Stay healthy, my friends. and know that I am here for you. Thank you all so much for participating in today's wonderful podcast. As always, it's such a joy and an honor to share in the space with all of you and hold the space together as a collective. I invite you to support my life's work on Teachable. For those of you that would like continuing education units, Teachable will be the go-to for your membership. I'm looking forward to growing together and meeting you all. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram and introduce yourself. I would love to follow you back and subscribe to our YouTube channel for free classes that are posted weekly. Looking forward to our next chat together and I'll see you online, in person, in an immersion, or on this podcast. See you soon. From my heart to yours, much love and namaste.